0: Hey, this is Evan from Black Surfer, and you're listening to WKNC 88.1 Rock.
1: Thank you, Evan from Black Surfer, for giving us that little lead-in. You're listening to (laughs) WKNC 88.1. We're technically on HD2, but there's this little loophole going on today where, because of the baseball game being broadcasted and our inability to broadcast that online, uh, legally, not technically, uh, we're also playing on HD1. So hello, lovely listeners. This is a special edition of The Local Beat. Um, I haven't run the show in a little while because of sports. Um, so I'm really excited to be back and with one of my favorite people and local musicians. Um, without further ado, I'm going to let you introduce yourself Hi. with your real name <laughs> and your stage name.
2: Oh my God, this is crazy. I'm on the radio. Yeah, you are. Um, We've been name, trying to do
1: this for like a little while, so. I
2: know, I know. It's exciting. It's actually been too long and then I had Ooh, that big, long. anyways, I'll, I should introduce myself. <laughs>
0: Who um, are you?
2: My name is Michael Bumblo. Uh I'm in an act called To Julian. It's a three-piece. It's me, myself, and I, uh, <laughs> if we want to get corny. Really low-hanging fruit with the jokes, just to start off. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs to grab it. Everyone yeah. just...
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Crab apple.
2: But yeah, no, Um, I used to be a DJ at WKNC. Way back when. Yeah, and so it's funny like hearing my own voice, having this like microphone right in front of my face again. Like,
1: but when you were here, we didn't even have HD2. So special oh no. room, special edition. Yeah,
2: wait, you we didn't. Mm-mm. Oh my God.
1: HD2 <laughs> has only been around since January of 2019. So. Oh, whoa. Really? Yeah. Oh
2: my goodness.
1: Our late local legend, Jules Conlin was the first general manager to install it. Yeah. Y'all
2: glowed up. That's we did. crazy. We did. We That's we got so we got two now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's who I am. This is
1: also actually the very first local beat session that I've ever done on HD two. So really, yeah, lots of lots of happy firsts yeah. happy things. But nice aside from room. being a DJ, it is a nice room. Right. You've also collaborated with WKNC in the past, being mm-hmm. that um you played our hopscotch day party at Legends, oh, which was, was a lot of fun.
2: Amazing. It was like it was that was the second time I played outside, and like. I it played, was a beautiful day. It was a wonderful day. But and you know, I won't complain too much. I'll keep it short because the short the list of good things about that day was so much better. Are so much, so much more extensive than the list of like bad things. Man, I sweat so much. <laughs> <laughs> like I was dripping on my like guitar, on my pedal board. Uh but still, it like, makes
1: sliding from fret to fret a little easier. Though. Oh,
2: it was hilarious. It yeah. was, I was like, j- like slip sliding around my fretboard. And- you know,
1: what? I'm really gonna make myself seem like I know nothing about gear whatsoever, <laughs> which I don't. But, <laughs> I, but. <laughs> If I if I knew the word for this that little like metal thing that you put on your finger the the slide or the whatever, slide it, it's literally
2: called a slide literally who needs
1: a slide when you have sweat when
2: you have sweat yeah it was terrible <laughs> but still like oh my god goodness and like sharing uh I mean I wouldn't say stage because it was two stages it was two stage event sharing a venue rather sharing like an event in like like a day with so many amazing creative wonderful queer people mm-hmm. was like it felt like I was flying into myself. It was so beautiful. Like it, it like I was being held the entire time. And like, I only, ha- I have you to thank so much for today too. This is oh not even goodness. about
1: me today. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you're the reason why I'm here. And Stop you're the reason. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, Don't I do it again though. Okay. okay. Okay, I won't.
1: <laughs> my next question was going to be, what have you done since then? Because the Hopscotch Day Party was in, I want to say September, mm-hmm. I have no concept of time, honestly, mm-hmm. um, but it's been several months and yeah. we uh, I think we originally intended to do an interview around then in promotion of the show and it didn't mm-hmm. come together, yeah. um, so it's been a, quite a while, any it's big milestones or developments since then?
2: I Not a ton, a ton, um, other than like stuff behind the scenes, I guess you could say, there yeah. has been one thing that I did release, I released a new song in, I, th- I want to say, November, and mm-hmm. um, it's called "How to See Yourself Glow." I'm playing that later. <laughs> I'm playing that later, right here. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> keep it locked and loaded. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, but no, I I released one song, and I thought it was gonna be like a promotion for a new album that I was making. Uh, I had so much intent and so much like fervor to make this album. Yeah. And then I played the show. <laughs> played this show in Boone um and i guess it was i mean it was a mistake it was still a good time but yeah. like uh it just wasn't the right place for me to play and like oh <laughs> someone oh
1: was it that show with it looks sad
2: no. no but it was um around that time yeah but i got on the stage i played one song and then everyone was like a little rowdy because it was a party. And I was like, okay, I can excuse that. Uh, yeah. But then the second song, I got like maybe a minute in and I hear like spilling right next to me. And I'm like, oh word, someone spilled their beer. No, 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 no. I look over and fit, like 10 feet away from me, there's someone spilling themselves. Like v- which hole? Vomit. Vomit at the mouth. Ugh. <laughs> they just like (laughs) right on the floor and i like swear (laughs) some of it's exactly yeah some of it like kind of splashed like around me and i'm like okay and then right after that i fell into a deep depression but i'm out (laughs) i'm so out and i'm like much like the vomit i'm out exactly i'm out i'm out man and but no i uh yeah no i'm back into it uh i think the latest development is I'm actually going to start working on that album, and it's Welcome actually going to be out probably when it gets cold again.
1: Good things take time. Yeah. It's okay. It'll take a while, but Your that's okay. Your music is very warm and comforting you have this album cover for Chamberstick that just it's like the little boy looking oh, at the candle and it's so bright goodness. and like it feels like that to listen to music and i really look forward to the audience getting to like hear some of your stuff live but mm-hmm. like having it come out in the winter if it happens around that time, mm-hmm. would just be very nice. I feel like it goes hand in yeah. hand, like comforting songs, cold weather, the mm-hmm. kind of stuff that you'd put on, cup of tea, blanket in it's your a, house. Yeah. If only it would snow outside.
2: I know. If only. If only. If only. I was like, I was so disappointed this year. And well, we got one. We did get one, but it was like, it wasn't that good. But yeah. still, no, I appreciate that. It that's like exactly how I think about it. Is that yeah. like there's a certain warmth that I want to be able to provide myself more than anyone, more than anything. Because, um, I mean, that's why I make music. Mm-hmm. Is just, like, essentially for myself and as, like, my greatest mediator. Uh, but, like, to be able to give myself that warmth and to, like, keep myself, period. Yeah. To keep myself to and keep to, yourself. like, you know, hold myself, period. That's um. the that's hat.
1: I guess for someone who isn't familiar with your music and mm-hmm. maybe just tuning in, um, do you have any descriptors like on a genre based orient for like what kind of music you make? Or could you perhaps compare mm-hmm. it to any other artist out there who inspires you? So on and so forth.
2: Man, um, I guess I would say. Um, I know the
1: genre like isn't
2: real. So, <sighs> yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. you can really say whatever you yeah. want here. It's pensive and it's like uh emotive but not emo um it's like bordering indie but i don't think i'm part of that scene so much and i think i would compare or rather i wouldn't compare myself to but rather i look up to very much um people like or acts like a dear nora Mm -hmm. um the music tapes uh which is julian Coster from neutral motel hotel and jeff mangum Mm -hmm. uh from Nutramol Hotel. I really look up to him a lot. Um, uh, I don't know. I think that's like the three big ones. I don't know how to cut. It's always hard to compare yourself to someone. But I think like if someone else were to be phrased that question, they would easily say, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah.
1: That definitely makes sense.
2: Oh, there was this one time that somebody came up to me after, I think it was like my third show. Uh, they came up. It was at Radio Shack Fest, and is um, that
1: really like only your third show?
2: That was on my third show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I, um, I went outside, and someone came up to me, and his name was Jonah, and he was wearing no shirt and like these really like, <laughs> like sl- like sleek.
1: Just the name Jonah and no shoes. shirt. I've got it. I exactly. See like, it. Yeah.
2: So buff. And he looked at me, and he was like, so buff. I really enjoyed that, and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. That means thrilled. And then he's like. <laughs> you know what you remind me of? And I'm like, who? Uh, who? And he goes, uh, a mix of Jeff Mangum and, um, oh God, who's the guitarist from Metallica? No! Yes! No! <laughs> literally like, he was literally like, yeah, a mix of Jeff Mangum. And, he was like, you shred. Yeah. He was like the hammer-ons and pull-offs. And I'm like, I think I did that once, but thank you. But, but still. And he was it's... like,
1: you shred, but I also want to cry. Exactly. <laughs> like, so I guess maybe- your guitar your guitar gently weeps.
2: And so maybe I'm like the guitars from Metallica. But maybe not.
1: Maybe not. I don't know.
2: Maybe not though.
1: You know what? 919-515-2400. Call it in during Michael's solo set if you think that they sound
2: like Metallica. <laughs> I'll put you on air. (laughs) Someone needs to like message me or text us like the name of the guitars for Metallica because I'm blanking. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna. This this is horrible. I like. I'm pretty sure Max is listening in right now, and he would literally be like, "I've taught you nothing."
2: Oh (laughs) my god, your your phone is blowing up right (laughs) now. Just put it under the table. Yeah, exactly. Also,
1: love all the ad lib sounds we've got going on right now. This is the worst ASMR I've ever
2: done. Oh. God, I'm gonna exactly <laughs> like my voice is naturally kind of breathy, and so like sultry, 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 sultry. I didn't like that lick. I didn't like that at all either. I, it's, oh,
1: mm But But uh, we had kind of talked behind the scenes about shows that you had played. Mm-hmm. Since you mentioned your Ooh, third yeah. show, why don't you tell the story of your very first show? Oh, Around what goodness. time was
2: that? How long have you been performing? So, um, I I think I have two first show stories. Um, First show that I played as like uh it, it used to be the act used to be named um Julian Waits. Mm-hmm. I since changed it to to Julian because I think that just makes more sense for me. Can you give any insight into why you have that title? Um so To Julian is a whole like uh the act itself, like the music itself. I want it as one, you know, I get I guess I talked a, bit, a little bit about uh, how music is like my greatest mediator and is yeah. like my greatest therapy, I guess you could say, and the best way for me to fly into myself and keep myself and hold myself and treat myself well and to figure out myself. But also, the second biggest reason why I play music and the reason why I named it To Julian is because I, for a long time, I've, you know, had, I've had this image in my head or just like a feeling in my head or a feeling inside of me that like, you know, I know I will have kids one day, but like what if they're inside me and like, you know, what <laughs> and like I you know they are a part of me, these yeah. these children that I will have, and so like maybe write music for them and write to them. And so every song is more or less uh like an emotional lesson or emotional talk yeah. or emotional conversation that I want to have with my children one day.
1: Yeah, and there's a A lot of like self-help books and like therapy uh, mindsets often talk about like your inner child and Mm -hmm. things and like resolving personal trauma and things. And so whether you're talking about like a physical child or a metaphysical child, Mm -hmm. like writing those songs to uh, your future Progeny or your past <laughs> self, it's yeah. still an emotional lesson that could be interpreted as to a child. True. So yeah. It works either way. It works. Out- yeah. yeah. Wow. That's also something that I think about a lot, like in my personal life. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, I don't think I was sentient for the first, like, 14 years of my life. (laughs) I don't don't think I was a conscious (laughs) living being until I was, like, past puberty or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, as I've grown in my perception of the world and other people, one of, like, the biggest, like, like, lessons I think I've had was, like, understanding my parents as individuals rather than just a... A controlling unit you yeah. know as it as opposed to a teacher or mm-hmm. um like a local authority figure like where my parent teacher and like the police or something were all linked into the same bubble of telling me what to do yeah. they're kind of people now mm-hmm. um and they're i think human. they are human right? and actually today is my mom's birthday Woo! happy birthday to my mom um didn't think i'd be having this conversation about her actually but
2: um it's okay i love it
1: um I think it's a really beautiful sentiment to have something that is kind of like a time capsule of yourself to present to a child later. Mm -hmm. Because for a long time, they won't know who you are. Absolutely And you could be a totally different person by the time they figure that out. So Uh it's really special and endearing to think that you can look back and be like, this is who my parent was or how they were feeling at this time. Yeah, Uh, Because parents always hit you with that um like i knew it was like or like i experienced it too but like you're always mm-hmm. like no no way and no yeah it's but, like
2: those pictures that you see of your like mom and dad and like your parents yeah of when they're like 20 really like aid in your perception of them being human and your like ability to, to develop uh that like human aspect in them because mm-hmm. like I, I know it's an odd conversation an odd way to phrase that like like we don't see our, our parents as human but like you know, they're the one thing like if we if you have parents who are always there. Yeah. Like there's they're the one thing that has always been there and yeah. you always come home to and that you are always being told what to do by. And so like realistically we don't really like make ourselves or make our parents out to be like so human as yeah. we do to make them Like almost like a concept that we interact.
1: I mean, early developmental psychology uh, asserts that in like um, the beginning stages of personality development, Mm -hmm. you like assert who you are as in relation to your parents. You learn like uh, you're learned like right and wrong from them. And you you taught like who you are and your gender and how you're supposed to act and things like that. Um, And I think. I think just having something like this is a really like powerful tool for guiding a future child like yeah. that. Yeah. It's,
2: it's beautiful. It's like i I love making music because of this. Yeah. Just, like I'm I'm so glad I chose to make this music like specifically as like a landmark mm-hmm. almost or like a like a vestige of this time in like my life. I said life. time
1: capsule. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That like later on I'll be able to say, like, hey, I made music when I was little and I could, I, I you know I I made music because I could, and yeah. I figured it out. And if, if I could figure it out, because I came from, you know, nothing with with music. Like I I grabbed my first guitar when I was nineteen from a pawn shop in mm-hmm. Wilmington, and I'd you know I'd, I'd played piano when I was like seven. Yeah, but otherwise I'd never played music, and so I never had a, a teacher. Yeah, I never went to lessons. It was all just me like figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And so like, if I can do that and it can feel this good. But like, honestly, teachers and lessons does not a musician make. No, truly, yeah. like it, like it what, Very helpful tools for true. sure. Artistry like only comes from yourself, I think. Yeah. And like maybe other people can help you along. And, Inspirationally. Yeah, yeah. And, f- and help you figure out like different tools in order to help you, you know, uh, you know, mediate whatever is inside of you out. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, you are your own product. Absolutely, and that you will like. Yeah, and kind of mm. coming
1: full circle, your music is also your child. You know, it's something yeah. that you put so much like it it's is. a labor of love. So, <laughs> it is. but, you know, we've kind of like gone on a tangent per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's circle back around. Oh, yeah, 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 How long have you per- been performing? And tell me the story of your first show. Oh
0: Yes,
2: <laughs> we're, we're going to get to <laughs> oh, this. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so um, start out as Julian Waits. The first show was actually in my old house, um, Nathan Forbes's current house. Uh,
1: no, he doesn't live there anymore.
2: Never mind. Nathan Forbes' old house as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Nathan Forbes was living no, there. No, Nate
1: moved in with Zach and Max. Oh,
2: go- oh yeah. yeah, he did. Oh, my goodness. I love him. But, yeah, no. Um, good boy. It was at that house on Henslow Drive, and I used to live there, and, like, all of the music that I made was kind of, like, was like starred in that house, and so, mm-hmm. like, I had been moved out of that house for a good year or two at this point, mm-hmm. and... Nate, you know, contact me. And was like, hey, do you want to play a show? You play music, right? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. Um, Okay. And so that Classic was like. Nate move, honestly. That was literally the start of my musicianship is like, or rather like my performative musicianship. Is because like, I, I mean, I was never going to get to like playing shows and being, you know, a, a performative artist. Yeah. Unless Nate specifically Nate probably like I'd uh, like to
1: take a two second tangent uh-huh. just because I'm pretty sure Max is listening right now and I want him <laughs> I want him to like yell down the hall to Nate in their Nate. house and be like Nate turn on WKNC <laughs> so I can be like Nathan Forbes you scare me because I'm a shy person Ooh, but you're Forbes. so nice
2: oh he's so sweet
1: you're so sweet and so good and I'm just lucky to know this person yeah. I'm
2: so lucky to know him Like hes just- he also
1: loves hot dogs
2: Fun oh. <laughs> I love Nate. I love Nate. <laughs> he loves hot dogs. I didn't know. That I love you, Nate. <laughs> but yeah, no. Was, so the show was at Nate Forbes' house, and it was with um, oh, goodness, I forget the band. What? What? Bad Heaven. Mm. Um, and they, uh, the front man from Snowing. That's his new band. Sick. Yeah, and so like that was really cool. Um, before that, my technical first show that I've ever played like I ever played live in front mm-hmm. of people was in 2016 uh that one was in 2018 mm-hmm. um 2016 in Wilmington my friend John uh Hamilton he his it was his birthday and he wanted to throw a show for his birthday and he wanted to be in a fake hardcore band for his birthday <laughs> and so he Sick. was like uh, NC hardcore yes n c h c like he he exactly. I want it, everyone to picture X's, me doing the X. The X.
1: Nailed to it. Goodness. Nailed to the X.
2: But yeah, no he um <laughs> he you know hit me up and was like, "Yeah, you've been playing guitar for 3 months. <laughs> you got riffs?" I got riffs maybe. maybe? And, and so he was like, "Uh, come play this show with me." And I'm like, "Okay." And it was literally I want to say it was 2 days or 3 days in advance that he said that. And like in advance of the show and just turn tune your e
1: down to a d oh
2: my goodness you're good to go that's what i wanted to do and then i didn't even get to it because i was like i don't know how to play like that anyways and so i just turned the gain all the way up on my amp and it was like it sounded crunchy as hell and it was good and the bands call it the phillies the story goes that john Yay! yeah the, <laughs> the john and my friend noah um, Noah was the the vocalist and God I love you Noah I hope you're listening um, yeah uh, oh my goodness Noah was the vocalist and he's so, he was it was so funny but yeah no. Um, Noah and John were in the car and they're like okay we gotta name this band something and so they're like okay next car that we pull up to we're gonna name the band whatever's on this guy's shirt and it was a Philly shirt like Philly's like, like the, the Phillies, yeah. yeah the Phillies, and so they're like, okay, that's it, the Phillies. And okay. we proceeded to play a show with, I think three or four songs. And one song was a hardcore version of Fight Night by Migos.
1: Nice.
2: And so that was sick. And then- uh, I, I feel like I can actually hear that in my head. Oh, it was so good. It And like, yo, that house, I've n- like, I think the only other time... I hate to be like this. I hate to be like this. The only other time that I ever saw it get like that wild was when Machine Girl played there. Okay, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Tight. (laughs) The the floor was nearly about to drop. Exactly. Straight up. Yeah, no, that's like... I'm going to knock the house out like fight night. (laughs) (laughs) I had to censor myself. I could not say it. I'm going to beat that floorboard up like like fight (laughs) night. Like fight night. Exactly. No, but yeah, that's like the real first show I've ever played. It counts. It does count. It does count. It does.
1: Um, Would you like to take a moment to maybe show off some of your songs?
2: Let's do it.
1: I'm going to take an air break. Um, We were mentioning Nate. I'm going to play Green Isles' local liner. Turn up. Turn up. Yeah. So you've got a couple seconds to transition over. Okay. And when you're comfy, we'll be good. You're listening to The Local Beat on WKNC 88.1. Keep it locked for the next little while between uh, DJ Beowulf and To Julian. Catch you on the flip side of this air break. WKNC 88.1. We're switching over to To Julian's live set. Now with reverb. Now with the
2: reverb. <laughs> Take it away! there's a song called Akasha Part One. <laughs>
0: Won't you just stay through the fall? Won't you just stay through the fall? I don't wanna see you fall. I don't wanna see you go. to see you baby
1: UKNC 88.1 we are pros at switching headphones pros. in this studio My goodness. How did you feel about that Um
2: great I agree it, <laughs> your mic there was we go. off
0: <laughs> I knew
2: it um no but like I'm a fool What y'all didn't see or hear maybe probably was uh Laura jumping up and being like, switch headphones with me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And so we like unraveled our he- both our headphones at the same time, threw them to each other like a touchdown pass. It was flawless. And you the- also
1: made me sound like a goblin, though. <laughs> switch headphones.
2: Switch headphones with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah.
1: So, um Infinity String was the second song that you played and mm-hmm. it was the first single that you released off of that album, correct?
2: Yeah. It was um yeah, that was my whew, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and I believe you've also gotten, um, for lack of a better phrase, a lot of like fan attention for this song.
2: A little bit. That's my uh, banger, I think. That
1: is your banger, but, I would
2: agree. But I, I decided today to play the 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 different the other version of it because that's not how it sounds on Bandcamp or on Spotify or Apple Music or Napster it was a little and different and so that's um that song it has always supposed to be been always supposed to be on am I saying that right? Jesus It's <laughs> like a you wanted it to be heard on tape, right? Rather on a classical guitar on tape. Ooh. And so it was supposed to be like finger style plucking on a classical guitar with mm-hmm. just my voice and then I was like, well, I could amp it up for this album yeah. and then I did and, and like, yeah, no, I love that song and that one is about um, just like, I don't know, I, the impermanence of us, of like, friends, mm-hmm. us as friends mm-hmm. and like, how, you know, friends are forever and I love them so much mm-hmm. but like, you know, one day we're all going to hit that wall and we're all going to translate our spirits into some, like, weird outer plane. Yeah. You know, we're, like, and so, I don't know, but for now, you know, being friends and being held by people that you love is beautiful and, Mm -hmm. like, how we can all make memories together and we can all make those memories into little dreams because we don't don't remember them exactly how they happen, the way that they morph and they become our own thing. Makes them dreams under our heads. Yeah. You know?
1: So, what is the metaphor or analogy of uh, infinity string? What is the infinity string?
2: Us. Us. <laughs> is that the, like those memories tie that string like down to a little bolt, mm-hmm. and then as it goes farther and farther and farther into our memory and into our like existence, we keep pulling them back behind us, right? So, like, like let's say like. Your favorite memory, you've Mm -hmm. tied a string to it. And we will always carry that, you know, behind us, that string with with us. We have all these trails of, like, strings that, you know, you you walk so far down a path, you look down the string and it looks like it goes on for infinity. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This might be a sentimental question, but do you have a favorite memory that you're willing to
2: share? I have a few, I think. I think one of my favorite memories is, and I think it's my first memory that I like really have encoded into my head, um, and it was, uh, this time when I was fishing with, <laughs> the classic memory, the this time that I was fishing with my dad yeah. on this little tiny retention pond, um, in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina. I don't know where it was. I can't remember. Because I probably wasn't even told, and it just like, I think that's the beauty of being a kid is that like you get in yeah. the car and like they don't tell you where you're going, and so you just like, you just happen. arrive, you yeah. just arrive at places. It's like a whole other world. It's yeah. magic, exactly. Whether
1: it's, it's like Target or a retention pond, exactly. Yeah.
2: And so we we're at this like, I don't even know if it's a retention pond, but rather like a man-made fishing hole. Yeah. And it was outside of like a like a tackle shop, and bait and tackle, bait and tackle, yeah. And I uh, I just remember. I I think why this this memory is so endearing to me is because it's my first and I remember it so clearly and so mm-hmm. I remember, like my feet in my like little like Jesus sandals that we all wore in the '90s. Yeah. And like walking up to the edge of this.
1: How old were you here?
2: Actually, no, this is probably two thousand one, two thousand, two thousand. So you'd probably be like so actually six. I was four. Four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I was born '97, okay. but like I remember walking up to the edge of this like little pond and like feeling the water with my my toes and then looking out at the, the great big pond that was right in front of me and my dad had been playing a lot of Ocarina of Time at the at the moment and yeah. so i looked at this pond and it looked exactly like some of the ponds in like nice. in Ocarina of Time or in like in the Legend of Zelda and oh, it's such a beautiful memory and i remember like my dad picking me up putting me on his shoulders that day It's really beautiful, and just fishing and just having like a normal, nice, like peaceful time. Or like, there's no, there's no, no opportunity for chaos. It's just like we're fishing.
1: Yeah. Did (laughs) Um, you catch a fish?
2: Probably, hopefully. Probably. With my dad behind me, like showing me how to work the pole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was sweet. And then I think another memory that I really, really, really loved. My favorite memory is uh, me, Noah. And my friend Greer at uh, this um at the house that she was staying at whenever she got chemo, my friend Greer um she had cancer, uh and so we went back to this house and like right before we went to bed, like me and Noah are like sleeping on this bottom bunk, and then Greer's on top and she just like she's on the top bunk and she's like out of nowhere she's like what do y'all love about yourself? And I'm like. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been asked that yeah. and I was like, what? And I'm like
1: Usually like the like you know, on first dates and stuff, people will be like, What's your biggest insecurity or something I like know, that? I know, it's
2: always negative. Yeah. But like what's your five year plan?
1: What's your biggest insecurity? Uh, Sorry, I've only ever been on business first dates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but like it was a po- it was like the first time I've ever had that like phrase that's like positive. That yeah. like you know, uh what do you love about yourself? Let's go around and talk about what we love about ourselves. And we did. And I just like never felt that in my life. And then she was like, what do you love about me? And what do you love about Noah? And like, Noah, what do you love about me? And what do you like like love about Michael? Yeah. And then we all went around and did that. And I was like, how formative and how like life changing of a question is that? Yeah. That like, that's going to inform everything, every question that I ever phrase ever. for the rest of my life. Yeah. And like. I don't know. Just the feeling of that. I remember as like a beautiful time in my life and a beautiful like memory that like I remember that specific feeling. And so those are two of my favorite memories, I think.
1: Can I ask what you said you liked about yourself? Is it still true?
2: It's probably still true and it's probably even more involved maybe we don't have to answer that we can no that's okay um
1: i think it's i think that's a really beautiful question yeah yeah,
2: it is right and it's something that we need to ask more (laughs) yeah you know like what what do you really truly appreciate about yourself yeah because like you don't think about it too much but it's always in the back of your head you just have to drag it out and then it stays there
1: yeah um i do actually think that um that is something that i think about a lot Mm -hmm. just because um as a social work student, one of the earliest like methods of um, like client assistance that we're taught is the strengths based perspective yeah. where like you could walk into a room and it could look like someone's life is going terribly wrong mm-hmm. and you have to like identify what are their strengths, what can they do? And yeah. there's this case study that's always taught to us um, regarding um, this man uh, who like uh, he um, I can't quite remember the specific like um, descriptor of his uh, special needs or whatever, but essentially he had a hard time with um, interpersonal connection and holding down a job and things. But he loved to read the newspaper and listen to the radio and he had a favorite waitress at a favorite diner and... Uh, a social worker was trying to help him find like stable housing and yeah. a stable job and nothing ever seemed to click. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the social worker kept getting pressured to um, just like drop the client, which is, I think, horrible, terrible and yeah. a misuse of our resources and training. Mm-hmm. But um, true. That's an aside. Yeah. Um, but she decided to take him to the diner one day. And as soon as she walked in, she noticed that there was this incredible phenomenon of people as soon as he walked in they would ask what's the weather today what's the news what did you hear because his biggest strength was absorbing information through his love of knowledge of reading the newspaper and listening to the radio Aww. so the job that she was able to find for him was as a newsreel broadcaster at a local radio station <gasps> which really stuck with me working at wknc oh. and like like I just identifying that. that strengths-based perspective of what he was good and passionate at yeah and then orienting that to a, a manifestation of something that could be beneficial to his life that's was so like
2: beautiful
1: i think about that story like all the time i love
2: that so much yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> like... so beautiful <laughs> and like amazing that like that could be presented to you as like education too yeah. like i love that like like it's both sentimental and beautiful and endearing but also yeah. like educational and you were like you went you sat down into a lecture hall and they said look at this case study yeah like that's gorgeous yeah I love that so much yeah social work
1: is like the greatest thing that ever happened to me I think I love that for you so if I were to answer um Greer's question it would be I love I love that I have a passion for like social work and just like community engagement and things I think my empathy is my biggest strength so yeah. yeah so what is your thing that you love about yourself
2: I think I love I think one of the biggest things that I love about myself is how quickly I can adapt to like whether it's a skill or just like an environment and that I can like keep myself safe wherever that is in whatever that, whatever field that Mm -hmm. is. And like no matter where I'm put, I will somehow survive and somehow do well. And like I've never fallen into, you know, something traumatically horrible uh, because I can like survive so so well. And like, Almost thrive so well, like I, I think I'm the thing I love about myself is is my survivorship and how like
1: you're like a cactus. I am. Yeah, <laughs> but like not one of those spiny cactuses because you're very friendly. You're like, like a soft, succulent. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's kind of what I love about myself, and like, yeah, yeah, it's like a whole. I think that's actually probably what, uh. One of the next songs I'm playing is about is uh, it's, it's also the one that I just um, just released in November called How to See Yourself Glow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about the difference between uh, glowing and shining, per mm-hmm. se, where like if we shine, then, you know, we're, we're reflections of light from other people and we're, yeah. you know, reflecting the light that we have coalesced. Through yeah. our friendships and through like just, a
1: clean car or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. Um, and so, like we're like if we shine, then we're shining off every bit of ourselves that is a reflection of everybody else. Mm-hmm. But when we're glowing, we don't need anybody else's like light. Like bioluminescence. Exactly, yeah. you're okay. glowing on your own. Yeah. Yeah, and and like you're producing that light yourself. And like, I think. Yeah, how to see yourself glow is more or less about how in times of solitude, like how how do we learn to love mm-hmm. ourselves enough where we glow? You know. Yeah. How do you see yourself glow? Yeah. How can you? You know?
1: Yeah. Kind of a an apt segue, I would think. Um, I brought up earlier that Infinity String is one of the songs that your audience members have responded to most positively. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, in turn, were sharing um, just now, like, how to see yourself glow. And that glow, particularly with uh, Infinity String, has been noticed by other people. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any, like... Um, You've told me some of these stories, so I'm going to, like, poke and prod. Um, (laughs) Do you have any memories of just audience members responding well to your music that either impacted you or left an impression, so on and so forth? And can you share them?
2: Hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, I think it's more so, like, online and people's, like, reactions to my music online than it is in person. And if it is in person, it comes a little later. Yeah. Um, because I think, I mean, we all know how like anxious we get at shows. And so like, yeah. you know, it's sometimes it is hard to like come up to someone and be like, hey, especially when it's just like, like one person. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like staring at you. Yeah. <laughs> um but like there is this one one time that like somebody randomly on Instagram was like, Hey, I covered one of your songs. And I was like, wow. no. No dang way.
1: No way. And
2: then I was like, "What?" And then, I I like clicked on their their profile and it said London. And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like someone from from the, like England did? Like
1: across the pond. Across the
2: pond. And yeah. like it. And no, keep
1: answering in British. This again.
2: <laughs> this person was so like <laughs> I can't do it. This this person like ah. Uh, such a beautiful cover. So they did of, it justice. Yeah, of Infinity String. Like so much. I was like, you sound better than I do. <laughs> I mean, like, that's so good. <laughs> and like Yeah. And oh yeah. Wow. Um that's one experience. I think um I think also, I think part of the reason why I don't remember a lot of experiences with my show is because I get so, so anxious, like, performance anxiety, and so I kind of forget or blank right afterward.
1: Yeah. But,
2: like, I just do have, like, the feeling of a memory that, like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: nearly every show, someone has always said something really beautiful to me afterward mm-hmm. and, re- and has always, like, I don't know.
1: You do write music that evokes... Like a natural response. Like I can't picture someone going up to you and be like sick set, dude. (laughs) Like it just doesn't it necessitates a little more than
2: that. (laughs) Men at the shows be like Men at the shows be like. Yeah. Um No, but like people are just wonderful. People are really wonderful to me at shows.
1: What I was trying to like pick at was Uh I think you told me one time that there was a someone who had come to one of your shows with like infinity string lyrics like like written on a piece of their clothing or something or uh am i remembering this properly Ooh, i know maybe? that you you did handmade merch that had Infinis, infinity strings lyrics on the sleeves um uh and you were selling that at a show recently but i could have sworn you told me a story of someone who just like really liked the lyrics and made like fan art with it or something or
2: maybe maybe i've like repressed that in my memory somehow like, involuntarily. I
1: also could be, like, having a stroke.
2: It could come like, to me later. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, maybe I'm also, like, you know, blanking hard. We'll certainly find out could at be. a later date. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what? That'll be podcast part two.
2: Exactly. Come yeah. back. Yeah. The, com- the, comeback. <laughs> the, the
1: k- comeback. The comeback. The comeback.
2: The comeback kid. <laughs> I hate that voice so much. <laughs> the comeback kid coming I mean, <laughs> to theaters near you.
1: <laughs> I can't do that voice. Like, um, for anyone who listens to WKC regularly, you know Andrew Evans' voice and how he's just really good oh at my that God. voice. I was like,
2: oh, the the classic like radio, the classic like movie. Yeah, this fall. This fall. I just spat everywhere. <laughs> coming to a theater near you. <laughs> my voice cracked when I tried to do that. It. Was but, like. Close, but not Keep it locked and loaded on WKNC eighty eight point one HD one The Revolution. The Home of the Horse. <laughs> home of the horse. The home <laughs> of the horse. Oh, I love that voice so much. I think that's actually one of my that you know Of your many characters, that one ain't bad. Once I start getting less anxious at shows and stop being so performatively anxious, I'm gonna make impressions a part of my set because that is
1: it's a trend right now for bands to go on tour with comedians Mm -hmm. so like you could just cut out the middleman and just be your own comedian exactly yeah just guitar down vocals up (laughs) like
2: i've got i've got a good bernie sanders that i need to pull out because this is the time i guess ish i mean i can't say anything definitively about how you cannot No, no i can't But I can say that he is a person that lives out there and I can do an impression of him.
1: You can do an impression. He that is is true. It's just like doing an impression of a celebrity. He's out there. He
2: is a celebrity. Yeah. He is a celebrity. (laughs) And we have (laughs) we have to get we (laughs) You're listening to WKNC 88.1 HD1 (laughs) Rally. I'm gonna make that a sweeper. we're this gonna... is uh, Cerny M- Banders. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening. You're. <laughs> you know it's funny? I can hear myself a little bit in like. It's re- <laughs> the
0: reverb!
2: You're. Or, hold on. Yeah, go. You're listening to WKNC
0: 88.1. What?
1: Uh, all of the air out of my body
2: just deflated. HD One, Raleigh. Anyways. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to you can't
1: see 88.1 HD One and Two, Raleigh. Um, let us play the next few songs. Decompress.
2: <laughs> play the songs.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay okay i can't do it i cannot do it i also like i can't do accents impressions whatsoever i've been watching a lot of love island and i love oh. to bother my partner by like just i don't know just like doing a terrible british accent all the time and he's like i don't like you and you're british he's like i love you all the time but i don't like you and you're british Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jesus. Like, That's xenophobic. <gasps>
2: oh my god. <laughs> I love that so much. That's xenophobic.
0: <laughs> I wanna play
2: some sweepers and stuff. Okay, go ahead. This is WKNC eighty eight point one. This is a song called uh How to See Yourself Glow
0: found a way to stay inside for the rest of my life. My room's a bottle of all the times I felt like I was tossed to the wayside.
2: And if I stare the mirror down long enough I figure out who's really tough And most of us will find a light But not enough, we'll see it from the inside If you ask your heart She'll kindly say, do you reflect that light or make it in your own way? So I'll thank the world when it leaves me behind for letting me glow. going to go right into the next song and that one is a very new one and it's called uh feedback loop If I got to choose how I remembered me, I'd make myself glow, and I'd look like the snow. The image of little curious thirst. like 10 feet wide And am I the animation Of that figure in your mind Of that feedback loop in time If we met I think we'd cry And when I say I sing unto you If sight could move past time Look you right in your eyes See what I dream last long and this is a very new one and it's called uh oh what is it called i did this at the at the (laughs) i did this at my last show um oh it's called uh love principles and yeah it's about i don't know what it's about i'll figure out what it's about maybe i don't want to talk about what it's about Anyways, thank you for having me so much. I don't know if we'll we'll have time to talk a little bit afterward, but if we do, I'll thank you again. And it's always good to thank you twice or three times. That's the charm.
0: sleep, my hands will form like this. Feel the parts of
1: UKNC 88.1, uh, HD2, and technically still HD1. Um, Love Principles is my new favorite Julian song. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Really? I kind of had like a weird out-of-body experience watching, listening to that song, watching oh, and listening to it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really quite have words to describe the feeling yet, but there's a drawing on the whiteboard. I can see through the window uh, in HD1. I actually made it the other day, but I just drew the snail. You need to see it. Um, I drew a snail, Aww. and someone wrote... I didn't write this. Someone wrote in the mouth of the snail, time moves pretty slowly.
0: Aww. And I was staring
1: at that the, like, the whole time That's listening so to this song. <laughs> um, I have a lot to think about oh. now. <laughs>
2: That's like one of my favorite songs I've written recently. It's like I like it a lot. I think it's more so it's it's like it's a a lot of it is about just like the fact that um I've always had this like feeling inside of me that you know, I'm not allowed to be romantic and not allowed to like love anybody else before I figure out or like get typical you know what i mean get neurotypical yeah and get healthy and yeah there's this
1: corny ass phrase it's like like how can you love anyone else if you don't love yourself or whatever and i'm like that is literally not true yeah (laughs) you like loving other people like teaches you to love yourself and stuff. true yeah True. if you're not capable of love for others or yourself then you don't know where to start exactly yeah
2: like you have to be able to know how to love somebody else dearly in order to love yourself. And it's and also, it, and
1: like, it's beneficial if you love yourself first. True. Like, and
2: it's all and it goes the other way around, too. There's like you no have right to know, way. Yeah. yeah. Like, you have to know how to love yourself, too, before you love anybody else. Yeah. And so, it's all, like, this big cycle. And I think I've closed off one part of it, or, like, a lot of my life I had closed off one part of it. And, you know, going into adulthood and going into, like, real adulthood, like, I have yeah. to figure out how to get over that and to get over and like, you know, it's okay to love myself a lot and it, but you know, I can't stop myself from being loving towards other people, just because I don't think it's enough. Yeah. I don't think I'm enough. Yeah. Like inside of me. And so, yeah, I think that's a little bit of what it's about. I that's think. really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that is
1: that. my new favorite song. And I uh, look forward to it coming out officially.
2: I'm definitely going to record it soon. Please do. I can't let that just stagnate. You
1: cannot <laughs> let it just sit there. Um, I'm also excited for this podcast to come out so that I can listen to it over and over again. Uh, before this song comes out, mm. I will just listen to that and little couple minutes. A lot. Oh yeah, a lot.
2: I love that that last part. Oh my yeah. goodness, like it's like symphonic. I love it. It's yeah, beautiful. I um, and I'll say that about my own music. You I love should. my music. Yeah. <laughs> um, man. Yeah, that's just like one note on a synth or hmm. one chord on a synth, hmm. and I literally just have it in a loop pedal. Hmm. These things, you know, you can do them easily. All yeah. you need is a little loop pedal, and you just stick it in there, and then you just fi- you just yep, yeah, and yep. it just yep, 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 yep. yep. I. <laughs>
1: You're going to have to come back on and just talk gear for a little while. and Like
2: <laughs> like I know gear. No,
1: but like you can talk about your own and like how the song is built and structured. And I truly wish I had the time to do it currently. But my cat probably broke his
2: foot. So yeah. I have to get to, to the vet. We need to get, what, yeah. what's the cat's name? Green. Green? It's green. 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 Like verde, like green? Yeah, like the color. Oh my. <laughs> is it like green? Well, we need to get green up to the vet now. He's gotta go. Oh, it's about time we get some x-rays on that bad boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, my poor baby with his weird steppy foot. We're oh. gonna Yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. Oh, I know that step he's like,
1: he, he he, like he won't like, put he won't put he his like
2: foot down, to... but he wants to. Yeah. Oh. oh he's
1: also like only like eight months old, so like oh.
2: he doesn't know. He don't know no he don't better. Know.
1: Oh my god. He doesn't even know what pain is. Like he's like, what is going on? Oh.
2: I used yeah. to be a vet tech. That's a whole other conversation. But go to Magnoy maybe, but not. But but don't go to but well, but well don't go anywhere that unless you like like like. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to save Sick myself call here. call to action. There. Anyways, um, no, you're good. So y'all should definitely if your cat gets hurt, you should go to a vet. A vet in general yeah but not any specific vet or any specific the vet of your choice but yeah exactly your choice
1: um but uh thank you for being here today thank, thank you, you for, for me. uh emoting and allowing me to experience that and share it with the it. uh triangle area listener show thank
2: you for letting me be here like truly this is such a beautiful experience
1: I've had a lot of fun yeah. I've had a
2: lot of fun too I love you michael <laughs> I love
1: you <laughs>
0: yeah. Laura,
1: <come> <laughs> all right this has been wknc 88.1 there's a warm cherry scented air in the room it is comforting to be here and i hope you have all enjoyed this local beat session good one to break my mini hiatus with um yeah this has been wknc 88.1
2: love y'all thank you for listening